Well, folks, here we have it. It's a complete breakdown in society. You know, I look at Facebook and get on there and I look and try and see what some of my old classmates and friends and family have been up to. And all I can see is all these monuments that people are defacing, they're tearing down, they're destroying, they're vandalizing. And we have people who say, well, those are statues for a union or statues for a Confederate soldier. And I don't think they should be up in the first place. I, I think that was a bad person. And, and essentially trying to tell us that what they were taught in school tells them that, that it's okay. It's, it's perfectly okay to tear down things you disagree with. Now, I'm sorry, but I don't know how anyone would be raised with that mentality I keep hearing that this generation is the most enlightened. This generation is the most understanding and caring and loving and everything else like we're back in the 60s again. But what I don't understand is I don't understand the fact that the people who claim to be the most entitled, the people who claim to be the most intelligent amongst us are the ones who can't deal with dissenting opinions. There are people who can't deal with the idea or the thought that someone might think differently or th see things differently or, or believe differently than they do. And, you know, we have folks out there who have this superiority complex. For some reason, they believe that because what they were taught happens to be true and what everybody else believes is therefore telling lies or is, you know, unintelligent or doesn't think things through. And that's not the case at all. You know, I've had some people who I <laughs> I thought they were my friends. I had people who I've gone to church with, frankly. If I'm being honest, I thought they were my friends. I, I looked up to them. I had respect for them. I've had people who have put me down here as of late. I think we live in a toxic culture here in the United States now where... Maybe it's because of social media. Maybe it's because people are staying at home. For whatever reason it happens to be, we have people out there who feel perfectly okay with saying things online that they would never say in person. You know, you might disagree with what I have to say or a point that I try to make or something that I share. But I'll tell you this, whatever I say online, I will say to your face. And that's because I don't, I'm not threatening people online. I'm not online trying to tell other people what they're supposed to believe. Now, I might laugh. I might laugh in front of you if you try and tell me what you believe. And if it's something that I don't feel is relevant or, or you know, is in line with the things that I believe. But I would never do half the things that I'm seeing these people online doing. We have people who say, well, this soldier was a Confederate soldier and I hate the Confederacy. And so you shouldn't be allowed to have a Confederate flag up. We need to get rid of the, uh, you know, we need to get rid of the, what is that show with uh, uh, General Lee? Uh, yeah, the Dukes of Hazard. We got to get rid of that. So we have a TV show featuring a car that gets jumped all the time that never breaks. It's, you know, it's a show. It's something people do to enjoy themselves, to, to relax a little bit. And because people feel badly about the idea of the General Lee being on the car or the Confederate flag or what have you, now we have to get rid of that. We can't have that. Uh, well, I don't like this statue, so I'm going to go tear it down or I'm going to, to deface it in some way. I'm going to vandalize it. 
I'm going to go in and I'm going to write the F word all over it because that just shows how intelligent, you know, we are when we just spread vulgarities all over the place. And we have people who seem to be perfectly happy going out and uh, purposely offending people. You know, I don't seek to be offended and I'm really not offended at all, really. The only time I am offended is when people do things that are just so far outside of social norms that it's un unbelievable. I would never wear a shirt out in public that has vulgarities on it. Of course, I've been raised better than that, for one. And two, that's not the kind of idea that I want to portray to other people of the person that I am. I have better values than that because um, I believe that there are people out there who might not agree with that. I don't agree with having that. I don't like to do that. I don't want to give the idea that I approve of it. There are other things that I don't like, but I'm not going to censor those ideas. You know, I've told people before, I don't drink. I don't make it a habit of drinking. But I don't demonize those who do. I don't go out and start breaking into bars and dumping alcohol out into the drain. But we have people who, for some reason, their, their little minds can't handle the fact that there might be something out there that they don't understand. You know, their their feelings and their self-esteem is, is so tied to what they believe that they can't possibly go through life without everybody believing the same exact thing they do. You know, I was listening to Candace Owens talking about this whole situation. And there's a video that I shared on Facebook. At first, I looked at it and I thought, oh, no, here we go. This is clickbait. It's It's an advertisement. They're just trying to get you. For those of you who don't know what clickbait is... Although it looks like most of my listeners happen to be my age. But for those of you who don't understand what clickbait is, it's, it's a title that is meant to gain clicks on their website. So it's something that is maybe very offensive. Maybe it's a surprise. Maybe it's something that people would want to know. So they're going to click on that site to see what it says. And the goal of getting all those clicks is you can charge more for your advertising when you have more uh, traffic on your site. And that's what I thought it was. I thought it was Candace Owens just trying to get more clicks for her website. But whenever I start looking, it's actually not that way at all. The post that she put on there is very true to how she feels. And what she said made a lot of sense. Now, whether you agree with me or not is irrelevant. I'm not looking for people to agree with me to make me feel better. I'm not looking to be uh, masochistic and get, you know, hateful email or comments. I'm just going to tell you what she said and tell you what I agree with. And hopefully I won't be interrupted here getting into the dock. What she had said in a nutshell is, for some reason, there's some certain reason why, and I'm going to call them the black community, because not everybody's from Africa. The overwhelming majority of those who are black are <laughs> have never been to Africa. So I'm going to call them black. I'm going to call white people white, black people black. That's just what I'm calling them. It's not an insult. It's just a word. Words aren't meant to be in, you know, an insult such as that, and especially not in the way I'm using it. But her point was, we have people out here who, for some reason, they believe that if someone such as this person, I'm, I'm not going to use their name. I don't actually know their name off the top of my head. It's just another death, unfortunately. But for some reason, you have people in the black community believe that every death needs to be seen as a martyr for their cause. Now, to believe that, to believe that way that 
this was a black person that was killed, so the police are going to kill all black people. Well, for one, that's very racist in and of itself, that comment, that thought is. Because that comment, if you really believe that, then that means that you believe that all black people think and feel and see things the same way. Now, we know that's not the case. Clarence Thomas is a very brilliant individual. Ben Carson was the first neurosurgeon to separate Siamese twins, joined at the head. I would not call him a, you know, a dumb man. I believe he's fairly intelligent. I believe he's uh, pretty brilliant in his thoughts and in his understanding of how things actually work. Candace Owens is a very smart individual. You know, we have multiple black leaders out there who are great role models. Condoleezza Rice, people made fun of her, but the way I understand, she is a classical pianist. She is a very learned, a very uh, understanding individual, someone who is esteemed very highly in the political regard. She was, you know, worked as advisor to the president, uh, I believe, if she wasn't secretary of state. I'm trying to remember back now. But you have all these people that are fabulous, wonderful people, very bright, very intelligent people. And, you know, I hate to admit it, I grew up listening to Bill Cosby, and I I always thought of him as a very interesting person. A lot of people didn't like what he had to say. It's sad the way things ended up. I have a CD of his from back whenever he was doing the live stand-up routine, and it's, it's not a CD. I'm sorry, it's a recording. It's a record. And I was listening to him, and I, I just had to laugh because the things that he was saying were, were comical. But the things that he had said to his community, if you want to call it that, were things that any parent would tell people. And his failings aside, what he said made absolute sense. He was telling kids to pull their pants up, you know, to act like intelligent human beings, to be respectful, to care for each other. He was just saying things that any good parent would say to their to their, to their family, to their children. And for some reason, the point that she was making is, for some reason, a lot of the people who want to talk about the black community, they want to hold up some of the worst people amongst us as their leaders, as their martyrs. She said, she made the comment rather that a lot of times they hold up rappers and, and basketball players as their you know, as their leaders, as their role models to look up to. And don't get me wrong, from what I heard, Kobe Bryant was a pretty, pretty good individual. Uh, He seemed to do a lot of things. He seemed to give away his money. It sounds like he had a beautiful family. And um, so, you know, this isn't about demonizing uh, somebody just because of what they do, whether, you know, if they are a musician or if they're a rap artist or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, not everybody thinks the same. There are white people, obviously, who think way, way differently than I do. Uh, I think they're completely off base. They don't. But we are raised completely differently. Even though we went to the same schools, even though we had the same teachers, for some reason, what they got out of that education was completely different from what I received. That being said, I think it is sad I think her point is well taken. I think it is sad that you have people out there who are going to demonize her. Make no doubt about it. They are going to ridicule her to the end because of what she said. Because what she said is we need to hold ourselves to a higher standard. 
You know, one thing I never understood is if you are white, you're not allowed to say anything about black people. That's the same kind of mentality that we have of people who say, well, you're not a teacher, so you can't talk about how people should teach. Well, to a certain extent, I can understand what they're saying. I actually, I agree with that comment in, in a lot of, in a lot of ways. I don't think that people who have never spent the night in a tractor trailer should be dictating how I spend my nights in the tractor trailer. Right now I have the ignition off so that I can make a clean recording and hopefully have a good recording here for you guys to listen to. But it's in the 80s right now and make no doubt about it, the truck has been off for about 20 minutes and it's starting to get hot in here. The sun is shining here in Georgia, near Savannah, Georgia. The bugs are out. The sun is beating down on the windshield. It's causing the inside here to get warm. You have an uh, engine and exhaust system right underneath of the cab, so all that heat radiates upwards. Of course, the pavement has been baked by the sun all day long, so when you park on that, you have that heat coming up. All these, pardon me, all of these items that get hot over the course of a workday have built up that heat, and now that you're parked, it just radiates up through the truck. But we have people who who say we shouldn't be idling trucks. But I can assure you, they've never been told that they can't use their air conditioning or their heating in their, in their house or in their car. And this is not a jab at police officers or law enforcement officers either. But I highly doubt that they're going to sit in their cruiser all day without air conditioning or heat. But for some reason, people who have never driven a tractor trailer, they've never negotiated a 75-foot vehicle through downtown Pittsburgh or Chicago, uh, Miami, such as I have, And that's not to brag, it's just making a a, a case. We have people who say, well, you shouldn't be able to idle the vehicle. Why? Well, I don't want to smell the exhaust. Well, first of all, you could sit down beside the exhaust on this truck and you'd never know it's a diesel. And that's a fact. We have a Dodge pickup truck that my parents own, and it's the same way. Other than a little bit of the sound, you can't tell that it's a diesel. They don't smoke like they used to. They don't make the sounds that they used to. All of that being said, I'm going down a rabbit hole. The fact of the matter is, what I'm trying to say is, yes, I can understand how annoying it is sometimes to have people who have no idea what they're talking about to dictate to other people how they should go about their day, how they should go about their lives. What I don't appreciate and what I don't like is when someone tries to tell a person who is highly educated that all black people essentially are the same. You have one of the, if we're talking racist racism and racist remarks, one of the most racist uh, remarks that I've ever heard was said by Joe Biden. Now, this isn't to try and demonize Joe Biden. It just goes to show the racism that actually happens on the left far more than on the right. Joe Biden said, if you're trying to decide between me and Donald Trump, then you're not black. Now, you know, I'm a bit of an Irishman. I have some pale skin, but Joe Biden is one of the whitest men I know. If we're going to talk race, my goodness, if you really believe that, that if you don't vote for a Democrat, you're not black, do you know how many people that I know that are black and have their own ideas and their own beliefs? They don't have to rely on the Democrat Party. And I, I look forward to the day when people, when people who have been told by the left that they are the supreme arbiters of goodwill for, for that community, I look forward to the day when people say, you know what? You say this, but your track record has been, the op- has been the opposite. I look forward to the day when people, such as a friend of mine, uh, a person who I probably could call a neighbor, a friend of mine who said, you know what, 
I thought a certain way for a long time, but now I look. Robert Byrd was in the Klan. Not only was he in the Klan, he was a high-ranking official in the Klan. Now people can change. We were told that this person who was killed changed. He tried to turn his life around because he was a criminal beforehand, but he tried to turn his life around. I will agree people can have second, third, fourth chances. But let's make no mistake about it. If what I read and what I heard is true, this man was no, you know, reformed citizen. He was high on all sorts of chemicals whenever he was arrested. So we don't know the extent to which he was resisting. And I'm not trying to wave away the fact that he was murdered. Yes, he was killed. He was murdered. And the way it happened was sad. It was, it was unjust and it was wrong. But let's not say that it was a racial event. There happened to be one white person, one black person, and one Hispanic person, and one Asian person. Now, you can't get any more diverse than that unless there was a woman there. Or, or you know, someone who perhaps was not straight, or maybe someone who was missing a leg. You know, the, the left loves to rack up victims by all the things that separate people. Uh, on the right, we like to try and bring people together. You know, if you believe that men and women should be free and have liberty and be able to make their own choices, their own decisions, and, and yes, fail if they make the bad decisions, then we welcome you on the right. But on the left, what do we hear all the time? It's, well, this group, this group, this group, this group, they're all voting blocks to the left. So let me bring this back because I'm getting a little out of out of hand here. I'm letting, letting my ADHD just kind of wander, and, and maybe that's not what you're here to listen to. But I'm going to wrap it all up to, th- to say this. What Candace Owens said is not going to be popular with a lot of people in the community to which she is speaking. But sometimes the truth hurts. Like I said, Bill Cosby said some things, and I'm putting what he did aside. I never expected that. You know, I'll, I'll add this in. People can say what they want, but whenever you're Mick Jagger, whenever you are people who are at the top of their game, you don't have to go out looking for women. They kind of find you. I don't doubt that there were some people who probably did things that were consensual at the time, and then they decided to change their mind on whether it was or wasn't consensual. That being said, what he did, if it is true, is, is despicable. And I can't believe that he would resort to that. And that is such a shame, because I enjoyed listening to his comedy. I tell you what, he, he really brought me a lot of happiness over the years listening to his, you know, comedy and listening to to his shows but you know i just i look at things and and i have to say yes he he did some wonderful things over the course of his life he said some wonderful things but in the end he was a criminal in the end he did something wrong and it's the same in this situation this person was a criminal he did something wrong now whether he knew the bill was counterfeit or not he was trying to spend counterfeit money and You know, I don't think he deserved to die for it. But let's not make a mistake here. If you don't put yourself in a bad situation, if you don't allow yourself to be found in bad situations, chances are you're not going to have bad things happen to you. So that's what I think we need to take away from this. There are a lot of great leaders in the black community, if we want to call it that. You know, I know a lot of people love to talk about Obama because he was the first black president. I actually feel sorry, if you want to say it that way, I feel sorry for a lot of people on the left. I feel sorry for a lot of the people who hailed him as the first black president because you know what? I think really if you look at what 
people have been able to do under President Trump. They've been able to make money. They've been uh, brought down to one of the lowest unemployment levels we've ever seen. I think that he's allowing them to have opportunities that they never had before. You know, we don't talk about this at all, but we're allowing our border is starting to get closed up a little bit. But over the past generations, we've allowed people to flood our border and to illegally cross. Now, I know we might feel bad. We might feel that, well, those people deserve a life too. Well, that's easy to say. But if you really want to talk about who that hurts when you allow those people to come over, and don't get me wrong, I don't want to to relegate. I don't want to say that only black people take those jobs. I know plenty of poor white people as well. But whenever you look at who that hurts, for the most part, it hurts poor black people. It hurts poor people of minorities when we have people crossing the border illegally to come here to take their jobs. So let's not kid ourselves. We're not doing ourselves or our fellow Americans any favors by allowing people to break our laws and to come here illegally. That being said, this has run a little bit longer than I anticipated, so I'll kind of let this go, but I just want people to to think. That's why I do these sometimes. Maybe, maybe you and I see things differently. Maybe what I say you don't believe at all. Maybe you do, but I'll tell you one thing before I go. Michael Berry, who I've spoken about before, I listen to him, and sometimes he'll say things I disagree with. And believe it or not, I know some of you won't believe this because you think I've made my mind up already. Believe it or not, there are some things that he says that at first I cringe and I say, my goodness, I can't believe he said that. But I've listened to what he said and I've listened to his reasoning and his rationale behind why he believes what he believes. And sometimes I find out that, you know what, he was right all along. I just never thought about it that way. And a lot of times it's something that maybe I didn't think about at all. And I think that's how we all are. So what she said, and I hope that you see that video, if you go on my Facebook page, you can see it. What she said is cringeworthy when you first hear it. But if you listen to it, and if you let it go into your heart and you think about it for a while, I think you'll realize that what she said really wasn't all that far off. I think we all need to hold ourselves to better standards. I think we all need to find better role models. You know, who should we be looking up to? If you're a Christian, you should be looking up to Jesus and his sacrifice. We should be looking up to God and what he did for us. We should be looking for the opportunities which we can show other people that we are Christians. And since I said that, I'll add this on. I didn't get on Facebook. Now, maybe this is a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. I didn't get on Facebook to wing to bring people to Christ. That's my goal in life. That's not necessarily my goal on Facebook. Facebook is about communicating with friends and family. But I'll say this. Uh, whenever we get down to it, I think we need everyone, no race individually. We all need to look to better role models. We need to look to people who encourage us and excite us and get us interested in things that are better. Elon Musk is one of my role models. What he has come up with, the ideas he's done, the ideas he's brought into fruition, put into place are just mind boggling. So I challenge you that this week, find a role model. Find somebody that you can look up to. And if you're a Christian, find a a piece of scripture that that really touches your soul. Find something that is, is a piece of wisdom that maybe you never thought of before. I'm slowly working my way through the Bible here. I say slowly, but it's a 30 day through the Bible situation. I'm trying to make up for lost time. But I hope you guys will join me. I hope you all found this to be 
uh, an encouraging post, and I hope maybe that I said something that'll that'll kind of bring something to mind for you. And if you like this video or <laughs> video this audio, or you disliked it either way, get on Facebook and drop me a line. Let me know. Get on Facebook Messenger. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the matter. Well, guys, I gotta get off here. It is getting hot, and I need some air conditioning. I'm kind of like a penguin. I don't get too uh, I don't get too cold. I get too hot. And uh, we're overheating here right now. So, all right, guys, thanks for joining me, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care out there.